We may be a long way from anywhere else, but when needed, people just stick together. But the strength of community is just absolutely amazing when you least expect them to be able to do that. Just makes you feel really proud to be in a small regional town. That's a little bit about life in Mildura from our main guest, Wendy. Hi, I'm Wendy. I'm 56 years old and I'm the coordinator of Sunraysia Carers Hub in Mildura. I'm also a full-time carer of my grandson, who's 17, and just recently become a part-time carer of both my parents. You're listening to The Care Mosaic, a podcast about Victorian carers. I'm Evan Wallace, and it's great to have your company. I met Wendy at the Sunraysia Carers Hub, which is a really important place for carers in Mildura. Advocacy is at the heart of their work. It's always about advocating for the carers, listening to their stories, which often is is a lot of what the carers want, um, just for you to sit and listen and be with them, shed tears with them, and then you can offer... Um, lots of options and do referral points. We do a lot of work with Carers Gateway um, and referring on to Carers Gateway who then refer on to Bendigo Health through here. Um, Do a lot with My Age Care and doing um, ACAT Age Care Assessments. And before we get into Wendy's story, I thought it would be worthwhile to get to know the hub and the important role it plays in Mildura. It's also where I met Ali. Hi, my name's Ali. We're here at the Sunraysia Carers Hub. I am the proud mother of three beautiful boys, two with special needs. Um, I'm also a full-time worker for a local government department in the community uh, engagement space. It's that great sense of community that defines Mildura, which helped Ali stumble across the hub. I was selling some furniture on Facebook (laughs) and uh, Wendy um, was the one who purchased them and we were just having a general conversation, um, got around to talking about our children um, and she mentioned the Carers Hub. Um, It's a space I'm really interested in moving forward, particularly once the kids, uh, you know, are out of that school where they are supported and they have a lot of support. I think that kind of wanes a bit once you leave school and you're on your own. (laughs) Um, So having somewhere that you can come and just try and help you um, fight your way through to get the best supports for um, those that you're caring for that you can. Pete's another carer who is also passionate about the Sunraysia Carers Hub. Hello, I'm Pete. Um, I'm 84 years old. I'm a carer and I'm doing an interview here with Evan at the Sunraysia Carer Support Hub in 13th Street. Mildura. Mildura. (laughs) (laughs) Pete's the sole carer for his daughter, Rebecca. Uh, Well, Rebecca's a very unique person, really. Um, uh, She has no speech. She's never been able to talk. Um, And she can't do very much for herself. She can uh, go to the toilet and feed herself, but pretty much anything else has to be done for her. Pete told me about how important the hub is in connecting with other carers. Because sometimes when you're a carer, you do become very isolated um, because you can't just... um, carry on a normal social life so um, by connecting with other carers under those certain conditions it just makes it a lot easier for you. 
it's also made a difference to meet people who understand his situation. Uh, a lot of our friends, even though they were quite understanding, that they really didn't know um, what, what we had to do and uh, that we couldn't just go off somewhere on a whim or at short notice. Everything had to be pre-planned um, and that just uh, sort of didn't put a strain on the friendship but it made it a little, little bit more difficult than it would have been otherwise. Ali also appreciated the role the hub plays in being able to meet other carers, but even more so, the ability to access valuable information. The carers hubs are great for that guidance, that's inf that information. Um, I have a friend who's going through the diagnosis um, process with, with her son at the moment, and we've been having some really good conversations because there's still not that clear pathway given by healthcare professionals, it would seem. Um, so knowing where to go, what to ask for, um, what's available, that's what your carers hubs are really good for. At least, um, you know, they can give you that, that process of where you need to be um, to get the best services for, for yourself um, as, as the carer and for the person that you're caring for. And it's that support network um, and it's correct information. I think it's easy to find misinformation. <laughs> so being able to get that correct information and have someone who understands what you're going through um, is really important. And now we return to Wendy, where we're profiling her story on this edition of The Care Mosaic, a podcast exploring the diverse views and experiences of Victorian carers. One thing that stands out about Wendy is her incredible generosity, and that shines through in her passion for food. People laugh and say that um, when they open my fridge that it scares them and that there's not a space. If there's a space in the freezer, it has to be filled because I'll freeze up things and make in bulk and give them away to people. My nieces and nephews and grandchildren love to hide in my pantry. They think it's like a big shop and you'll <laughs> open the cupboards and they'll be in there. And then people have said that I can feed uh, third world countries from the food <laughs> I have in the house. Wendy is someone who has worked in a diverse range of roles, including as a carer, a nurse and cafe owner. She's proud of her nursing and social work background, which has guided her work at the Sunraiser Carers Hub. I love that I have both a medical background knowledge and a social work background knowledge, which generally don't come together. But for me, they do. And from that, um, it shows the sort of person I am. I am maternal. I am caring. Um, at times when I don't want to be, but that's just part of who I am. And the social work fits in really well with that and I've ended up going down the track of being the coordinator of Samrazia Carers Hub. So predominantly elderly people and elderly people looking after people with either diagnosis of dementia um, or just frail and aged. We are starting to get through some younger people, young carers, um, and we'd really like to grow and expand and become a lot more diverse and inclusive, including mums with children with special needs. Wendy is the primary carer for her grandson, Mackay. My priority at the moment, well, everyone's my priority. That's just, you know, what I do. But um, Mackay is my grandson 
and he's 17 and he's absolutely amazing. He's a six foot four young man um, who is on the spectrum and he doesn't like to talk about it a lot. Um, he's learning too um, through therapies and his own growing. Um, so he's on the spectrum, really high functioning, um, managing year 12 at the moment, doing a did year 12 biology in year 11 and passed that so this year he's managing physics chemistry bio no physics chemistry psychology english which is amazing they're the really really difficult subjects in areas of living skills we need to work on that we're trying really hard because Mackay would like to go off to university um, next year and as a grandma and a carer, I really worry about how that will look for Mackay, whether he'll be taken advantage of, um, you know, simple things like I went on my holiday and I came home um, a month or so ago and Mackay loves to do water immersion therapy. He has his own bath but he thought grandma was away so he would uh, use grandma's bigger bath and he rang me the day after the event and I could tell by the tone in his voice that something had gone on and he tells me that he'd left the bath taps on and it was for a few hours. <laughs> so yeah, thank goodness for insurance. There are a lot of Australian carers who care for their grandchildren. I asked Wendy how she came to care for Mackay. Oh, I've had care of Mackay since he was six months old. Um, his mum and dad, who aren't together anymore, my eldest daughter, um, was growing, going through a rough time and is, it's been a journey. She's absolutely amazing, or has always been amazing, but didn't see that in herself. Um, and did have some issues with drugs and alcohol um, and really low self-worth and mental health issues. I'm so happy to say that she's back and she's just beautiful and it's been a really hard road um, and there's times the worst thing I could say to her would be to finish a sentence with, oh, she's doing well um, for now because her past is her past and she's had to do it really, really hard. And she raises her other three children beautifully. Um, and she's in Mackay's life, as is his father. Um, Mackay's an Indigenous boy. Um, and that brings another complexity to everything else he's dealing with. And it also brings a lot of joy and, and difference in culture, which I've learned about, which is a, an amazing thing. I was also curious to learn what it's been like bringing up Mackay in contrast to raising her own children. <laughs> I, um, I like to say I'm a better mum as a grandparent than I was as a mum because there's no book, there's no instructions um, and I've learnt as I've gone along um, what's better, what to let go of, what to prioritise, which battles are really important to win and which aren't. This is The Care Mosaic, a podcast about the diverse views and experiences of Victorian carers. As we've explored on earlier editions, I'm always interested in how people identify with the label carer. For Wendy, she has a lot of clarity on where she sits in Mackay's life. So I'm going to throw a few 
labels at you and I'm curious to hear how they fit in terms of your relationship with Mackay and they are mum, grandma and carer. Where do they fit into the mix when thinking about how yeah you are with Mackay and are there any other um, words or labels that you also might use as well too? Thanks Evan. I think I told you that um when we were both younger, uh, people would go past and go, oh, haven't you got an amazing mum? And we would quickly correct them and say, no, I'm grandma. Now we just roll our eyes or we don't bother saying anything. I'm very aware I'm not mum. My daughter is mum. It's just that our roles are a little reversed. Um, and I, the role I play is like Mackay's mum, but I am not his mum and I don't ever want to be his mum. Um I'm grandma, but there's times when I'm, well, people say I'm his carer. I don't like the term carer. I feel like it's something that we say. It's like when we pass someone and we say, hello, what's the weather like? Like you're just supposed to say it. I say I'm a carer. People go, oh, you do a wonderful job. That's not that's with them not even knowing what it entails and I know we talk about empathising with people and those sorts of things and every carer's experience is different but not one is less or more than anybody else's um, because it affects the person so therefore it's important to them but I'm not I want to be Mackay's grandma that's what I want to be known as um grandma that's a good cook or grandma that does this or grandma that's always there to pick up the pieces even though he might not think I am um and that that relationship is there with mum but that that term carer it's just so diverse and so extensive that I don't even know where to start with it um but saying carer almost takes my identity away as who I am and there are days when because I'm just full of caring duties that I don't feel I have an identity. We've already heard from a few young carers about how they've navigated the challenges of year 12. From Wendy's perspective there's a level of worry about what lies ahead for Mackay after high school. It's a concern that's amplified by the caring role that she plays for her own parents absolutely unknown for both of us and he'll say oh it just seems surreal that by the end of the year or early next year I'm going to be out on my own and he sounds so enthusiastically um, nervous about it for me it's more an anxiety and a worry and I'm trying to get rid of that Um, and he says to me he goes but it was like when I went to senior college grandma you were trying to change my mind about this and that and look it's all worked out okay so perhaps I should take a leaf out of his book and um, let him jump and um, hope that he flies. <laughs> You're also the carer for your parents. Tell me about them as people first. Okay. Um, I'm not the only carer. I have a sister as well and, and I have amazing children and nieces and that that help out as well. And That's it's awesome. It is. It is wonderful. Um, and we all have our different roles. Um, And me being the eldest, you know, mine's to organise and I'm the nurse so I can do this. And my 
dad, my pa, as we call him, is actually my mum's full-time carer. Mum's 85, dad's 76, and we would be absolutely lost without him. He does everything for her. Um, Mum doesn't have a lot of mobility. She's in a chair most of the day, has a colostomy bag, um, and Pa has done everything for her, which has enabled a lot of things with Mum because now she doesn't do as much as we would like her to. Um, In saying that, Evan, she's 85. Let's just let her go. She has diabetes as well, heart conditions. Um, But now Pa's gone and got a little bit unwell and is having some cardiac issues. Um, And they're very countryfied people, um, real salt-of-the-earth people, and absolutely adore one another. Um, My... Uh, father died when I was nine so Pa's my actual stepdad but he's dad to us because he's been around forever and he his needs are all filled when mum has her needs filled Um, at their age they still go down to the river um, down to a fishing club once a month for a week um, every month which is absolutely amazing that they can still do that I don't know what's going to happen um, if Pa went first how that would look for Mum and Mum doesn't like to have the discussions around aged care homes even though that I work there um, she rang me the other day and said now you work in this area can you get me some respite in the hospital Mum respite doesn't happen at the hospital it happens in the aged care homes she said well I'm bloody not going there she's 85 she wasn't going there and that's all there was to it The pressure of caring for both her parents, Mackay, and also holding down work is starting to mount for Wendy, especially as her dad starts to face new health challenges. Pa, I had to take to the cardiologist yesterday. He needs to go down for urgent cardiac work in Melbourne. And because of COVID, there's a 72-hour time limit beforehand that you have to be isolated and have a COVID test. Now, we're six hours from Melbourne and you don't know what's right and what's wrong there's not one set of rules around the COVID testing someone's telling me you have to isolate for three days prior in Melbourne that would be near impossible for Pa because he wouldn't know how to order meals online um, and things like that in his uh, room I will probably have to go down with him and then that means for me I'm the only employee here at the Carers Hub. I would be letting people down because I would have to close the hub. Um, Then I have to organise who cares for mum and how that looks while we're away. And she's due to have another operation, how that looks. And on top of that, my priority is Mackay and how the change affects him, how will he cope, and just trying to organise everybody's needs. At times is just too much yeah it's just too much to deal with on those days where it does feel like too much what's 
what are you feeling through what's what's happening under the surface for you wow um i've been grateful to have wonderful experiences with a psychologist which has really helped me understand myself and what I'm going through and be a bit kinder to myself at times I'm not really good at doing that um I'm falling apart inside but there's not a choice you've just got to keep go I have to keep going because if I fall apart what happens to everybody else on top of my family what happens to the people in the carers hub and I need to learn to work on that I understand but for me it's about coming home shutting the door putting the music on being in the garden doing some cooking or just occasionally curling up in bed having a good cry um, which it's okay for everybody out there it's all right to cry I want to say um it's because you care um but there are times as a carer where for all of us it just all gets too much and then I've learned to say today it's too much tomorrow will be different it's not the end of the world and we all go through tough times carers go through really tough times but I just get up pick up the pieces I get over it and you just keep going because what else can you do and that for you how you manage to get through those really challenging and confronting days by seeing the next day is clicking the refresh button starting afresh yeah yeah you um I have to I have to I've got two paths I can take I can either give up and go down that deep dark hole which occasionally you do or I do or I can choose to just get up and keep going because otherwise it becomes bigger if you don't keep going um, and there aren't other people that can take on your role and you do it you're doing it out of love that's the reason you're doing it and I think love is what keeps you going um we are amazing human beings in what we actually can cope with and what we can achieve um i think we forget that sometimes but behind it all is the love for another human being for me it's my family it's for everybody but it's part of who i am and i don't want to change that part of me as much as i need to learn boundaries and things like that um as I said, they're my family and that's what you do. That That's what love has you do. Is it joy that's attached to that sense of love or is there another feeling that you might connect it with? I'd like to say it was joy and at this times when there's joyous moments, oh, I don't want this to come out the wrong way, it's a sense of responsibility it's a sense of what is expected of you um, through society and through the way you've grown up in your family um, and 
the guilt for me that would come with not doing it is more than I could cope with than doing it. So I'll just have my little breaks every now and then when I can and just keep going. And I don't want to make it sound all doom and gloom. I just want people to understand out there how very difficult the role of a carer is. And when I fleshed this out a little more, this is what Wendy told me when I asked her what a more positive future could look like. So being content for Mackay to thrive and eventually to be independent of me, of course a phone call every now and then like my children do would be lovely. Um, That would give me a lot of joy. For my mum and dad, to have not, to not have so many ailments in their aged life. I don't know how that's going to work. For me, to be able to enjoy the things I like, um, to be able to spend a whole day in a garden or to go on a holiday and not worry about how things look when I get home or to be called while I'm on holidays because something's, you know, gone a bit amiss. Um yeah, to have holidays, to work in a job that I really like as long as I'm able to and want to. A bit naive, I suppose, but just for people to get the care they need and to get the happiness that they can have um, for all the world. But you know, that's just that's just me. But I, I don't need a lot in life. I would just like a bit of the pressure taken off. Wendy is an incredibly compassionate person and I love how she wears her heart on her sleeve. Here's her message to other carers. Thank you for taking the time to listen and as Evan can see, I'm teary now. Um, This is emotional, this has lived for me and I understand where you're coming from every day and how difficult this is. Also how worthy it is too and how privileged we are to do that as humans for someone else don't give up hang in there go and get support because it is out there it may not be in your town but even ring the carers gateway they may guide you to where you can go to you're doing an amazing job and you're amazing people and the world's a better place for us I think Wendy on every level Thank you so much for your incredible reflections and thoughts and efforts. It's been an absolute privilege being able to spend uh, today meeting you and and talking with you. Thank you. Thank you, Evan, and thanks for your time. It's been just wonderful. And I'll give you a big hug too. (laughs) There you go. Thanks, Evan. (laughs) Thank you. Wipe the tears. You've been listening to The Care Mosaic, where we've learnt about the role of the Sunraiser Carers Hub and Wendy's experiences caring for her grandson and parents. Wendy definitely has a lot on her plate, but she's doing magnificently in supporting the community and the important people in her life. I'm Evan Wallace, and thanks for making the trip to Mildura with me. If you want to know more about the free supports available to carers, 
through Carer Gateway. Call 1800 422 737 Monday to Friday or visit carergateway.gov.au.